If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. We wanted to figure out ways that we could simplify processes, automate tasks, and delegate other responsibilities so that in working for days, we weren't just making them longer days. We were actually staying true to this eight hour day model. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Working from home feels more popular than ever. And as we do that, we're all trying to find a rhythm that's good for both our businesses and our souls. Now I've been super curious about the four day work week philosophy for years. It all started when I picked up a book called Shorter. The subtitle here is Work Better, Smarter, and Less. Here's how. This book was written by Alex Sujung Kim Peng, and we've linked it in the show notes for you. I actually got the Audible version and started listening to it over a year ago. Now, this book highlights the fatigue of being constantly on, offering up the idea that working fewer hours actually gives our productivity a serious boost, as well as making us more creative and profitable. I mean, that's pretty amazing. This book was actually a recommendation from my business best friend, Amy Porterfield. She started testing out this work week rhythm of her own with her team over a year ago. And since her and I talk every day, I felt like I was in the know on how they were doing it and how it was going, which spoiler alert, it was going great. I feel like when she made that shift, it planted this seed that admittedly took a while to produce a harvest in my own life, which is normal in business. But what did all of this seed planting do? Well, it led to a big decision, a decision that we as a team are now testing out a four-day work week. We're doing it for 90 days. So let me share a little bit of the research behind four-day work weeks, how I finally made the decision to implement it and implement it quickly, and how it's going for us. Let's dive on in. 
Recently, my team went down to a four-day work week, so we can spend more time in the sun and less time in front of screens. In order for us to be able to do that, we have to work smarter and not harder. That's why we're so excited about HubSpot's integrated AI tech. It's helping teams like ours automate the more tedious parts of running a business like doing research, summarizing information, writing copy, and more. Recent research shows that marketers are already slicing time spent on admin tasks in half thanks to AI from five hours to two and a half hours per day. Just imagine with all that extra time, you could be joining us with a four-day work week too. Start saving time in your business with the help of the AI power tools built right into HubSpot CRM. Learn more and get started today at HubSpot.com. This episode is sponsored by Buy Optimizers. They have so many incredible products to optimize your digestion, brain, and gut health. But my favorite is Magnesium Breakthrough, which contains all seven forms of magnesium designed to help calm your mind and stay asleep. Get yours today for 10% off at magbreakthrough.com slash golddigger. One of my favorite things to do on this show is let you in behind the scenes of my business and not just the business, but why and how we make decisions, especially as a CEO. Now, a lot of times when I find myself pondering a shift for a while, I usually will guide myself to do some research or investigate to really understand why am I questioning something or why am I contemplating this? Why am I thinking about it? A lot of times when I can connect the why to the way, it helps me to make a more confident decision. Now, what's interesting is, is that I've been contemplating moving our team down to a four-day work week for a very long time, but I had never actually made that call. When I started to dig a little bit deeper into the philosophy behind four-day work weeks and understand some of the research that had been done around it, it really started to feel more insightful and exciting to actually informally make that change. Now, as it turns out, the five-day work week is a fairly outdated concept. It's a remnant from the industrial revolution when factory owners realized that more time equaled more production. And of course, more production equals more money. Now, back then, domestic work and household logistics were also hugely undervalued. These days, we all deserve time to devote to our own passions and priorities, maybe even having a day that belongs to us and not our employers, which let's be honest, for many of us, that feels like a foreign concept. We'll all eventually resent working efficiently if our only reward is more work. Have you ever felt that way where you're like, I'm working smarter and working harder so that I can work more? Like that doesn't feel good, right? The four-day work week offers us a time raise instead of a salary raise. And if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that I believe time is my currency. And so if we were to give the ultimate raise to our team members, it wouldn't necessarily come in the form of money. It would come in the form of time. And so switching to a four-day work week is kind of considered a time raise, which I love. Now, when you think about a time raise, for you and your team, time could very well be your most valuable asset. So if you are able to get systems in place and communicate well, solidify a plan around shifting from a five-day to a four-day work week, it could be a really awesome way for you to experiment. You might just find out that it's how your business was always destined to run, which is what I am hopeful our own experiment will yield. So we recently decided to make this formal shift. We decided to start taking Fridays off. I love thinking of the term summer Fridays, and I love that this is happening in the summer. But a four-day work week doesn't necessarily mean you take Fridays off. It could look different for you, for everyone, for your team. 
What I love about our method is that we're really treating it as an experiment. So you want to start thinking about what this could look like for you if you're a solopreneur or you if you're a CEO and guiding a team. When I was doing my research about what this could look like and why I felt like this was something strong enough to pursue, I found this fascinating study that was published in a Washington Post article. We actually linked this article in the show notes and the show description for you if you want to take a peek. So in this study, nearly 3,000 employees took part in the world's largest trial of the four-day work week, which was organized by the advocacy group Four-Day Week Global in collaboration with the research group Autonomy and researchers at Boston College and the University of Cambridge. So as you can tell, this trial was stacked. So companies that participated could adopt different methods to meaningfully shorten their employees' work weeks from giving them one day a week off or reducing their working days in a year to average out so that their working average was 32 hours per week. They had to ensure that while their employees would be working less, that employees still received 100% of their pay. This is something that was really important to me as well and a theme in the book Shorter where it talked about when you implement a four-day work week, or if you reduce your employees' hours, you do not want to reduce pay. You want to keep them at 100% of their pay, which for a lot of business owners, you're probably like, wait, what? How is this going to pan out? So listen to this. At the end of the experiment, employees reported a variety of benefits related to their sleep, stress levels, personal lives, and mental health. According to results published, companies' revenue stayed broadly the same during the six-month trial, but rose 35% on average when compared with a similar period from previous years. During this time period, resignations also decreased. I think this data alone is super telling. Now, of the 61 companies that took part in the trial, 56 of them said they would continue to implement four-day work weeks after the pilot ended, 18 of which said the shift would be permanent. Two companies are extending the trial and only three companies out of 61 did not plan to carry on with any element of the 40 work week. So as you can tell, companies that have experimented with this generally end up loving it and keeping it long-term. The four-day week global group is coordinating these pilot programs as part of its global campaign to encourage more firms to switch from the standard 40-hour work weeks to a 32-hour model for the same pay and benefits. Those who took part were less likely to report that they felt like they didn't have enough time in the week to take care of their children, grandchildren, or older people in their lives. I also found this was fascinating, but the time men spent looking after children increased by more than double that of women, pointing to positive effects of a shorter work week in regards to gender equality. Now, a majority of employees who experienced a four-day work week didn't want to go back. In fact, at the end of the pilot, they were asked how much money they would have to receive from their next employer to go back to a five-day week. Nearly one-third of participants said that they would require a 26 to 50% increase and 8% said they would want 50% higher pay. So as you can tell, not only is this beneficial across the spectrum in terms of just work-life balance, this thing that we're all trying to achieve, but it significantly shows positive benefits, whether it's an increase in revenue, a decrease in resignations, an overall satisfaction improvement across the board, better mental health 
better balance when it comes to being a caretaker. Like to me, these are all huge wins and really compelling reasons why we should explore this four-day work week as entrepreneurs and as CEOs. So between reading the book shorter, hearing about my friend Amy's experience and this article, I felt more convicted that we actually had to give it a shot. I didn't want it to just be a pipe dream or a someday thing. I was like, we should just give it a try. Now, I am someone I absolutely love to work, but I have also found, especially since becoming a mom, that when I spend less time but more concentrated and focused time, I often can achieve the same amount of work. I don't know about you, but for me, when I had children, I felt like my time evaporated. And I suddenly wondered, what did I do with all of that time before I had children? I could suddenly take a three-hour nap window and knock out what used to take me eight to 10 hours in a day. And so when we can distill down our work, create better systems and do more concentrated and focused work, I think it's totally achievable that we can get done what we used to get done in 40 hours and get it done in 32 hours. Now, what's really interesting about this is my vision for the next few years, especially as a mom of little ones, is really recognizing and honoring this one quote that keeps popping up in my head, which is let it be easy. I have to share another conversation for another day. I'll record it soon about how this line got into my life, but it is one that I find myself repeating over and over again. And when I started hearing that line, let it be easy. One thing became crystal clear. I had to make that shift and I wanted to go to a four day work week. In fact, when that line came into my life, it was very clear. It felt like a light bulb moment of we need to go down to a four day work week and not just for myself, but also for my team. Something that's really important for me is that the things that I want for my own life, when I find myself feeling like I want more time with my kids or I want more focused time with Drew or I want more time to myself, what a concept. When I find myself thinking those things, I don't want them to just be reserved for me as the CEO. I want them for my entire team. And so it was really clear in that moment that I wanted to try it out, not just for myself, but for all of us. It was actually perfect timing when this whole thought came into my brain, because for us, June was really busy. We had a really big launch in our business, but it opened up July, August, and September, which ended up being pretty light months for us. I'm kind of laughing now because they're already flying on by, like, where is time going? But we also had more of an opportunity to kind of soak in the lighter months and get back into our content rhythm. And so it was perfect timing because it's summer. We want to be with our families. We want to be with our friends. And we also had this kind of window of time within the business where it felt like it was actually doable, that putting a four-day work week into motion wouldn't tax us. It would actually give us back the time, which was the entire purpose of the experiment. I live in this very weird thing. And I'm curious if anyone can relate to this, but during the work week, when I'm in my rhythm, when I'm in my groove, I have a hard time like imagining a weekend or being away from my work. And then the weekend hits and I get in my groove and my rhythm and my routine with my family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine going back to work. And it often feels like this push and pull in my life of two different identities. The identity during the week when I'm getting stuff done, I'm more in my masculine energy. And then this energy during the weekend where I'm more in my feminine maternal energy. And a lot of times when I'm in one, I have a hard time remembering like what it feels like to be in flow in the other. And so what's awesome about the four day work week is I feel like it gives me more time to be in that feminine energy, to rest, 
to nourish, to be present. And that will hopefully fuel that more masculine side of me that get stuff done, that achiever side of me. And so I think that this is going to work out really well in terms of my own personal rhythm, but I also can feel that working out really well for my team. You can't dig your biggest goals without a little hard work, which is why I bet you'll love listening to the Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Hosted by Zachary Crockett, Jacob Cohen, Rob Litterst, and Juliet Bennett, the Hustle Daily Show brings you a healthy dose of irreverent, offbeat, and informative takes on business and tech news. With short 10 to 15 minute episodes released every day, you're bound to learn something new this week. From updates about meta and AI to how Domino's is flipping traditional pizza delivery on its head. Listen to the Hustle Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts to stay up to date on what's going on in business and tech. Did you know that there is one phase of sleep that almost everyone fails to get enough of? And this one phase of sleep is responsible for most of your body's daily rejuvenation, repair, controlling hunger and weight loss hormones, boosting energy, and so much more. I'm talking about deep sleep. Why don't most people get enough of this one most important phase of sleep? A big reason is magnesium deficiency. Get this, over 80% of the population is deficient in magnesium. And magnesium increases GABA, which encourages relaxation on a cellular level, which is critical for sleep. This is why I recommend Buy Optimizer's Magnesium Breakthrough. It contains all seven forms of magnesium designed to help calm your mind and help you fall asleep stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Ever since I've been taking their supplements before bed, I have been sleeping so much better. Try it for yourself for 10% off at megbreakthrough.com slash gold digger. That's megbreakthrough.com slash gold digger to get magnesium breakthrough 10% off and a free gift with your purchase. megbreakthrough.com slash gold digger. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. How it all started. So first things first, I love to look at everything in my business as an experiment. 
I love doing quote experiments versus deciding absolute decisions because a lot of times as entrepreneurs and human beings, we evolve and we change our minds. And so when I approach a new idea or a new culture point for our team, I always want to do it from a place of an experiment, which means guess what? If we don't love how it's going, we can change our mind. We're not stuck. So what I decided is that I wanted to test out this four-day work week for 90 days. Then as a team, we'll collectively come together and have a meeting on what's working, what's not working, are there any adjustments we need to make, and do we want to move forward with it? Spoiler alert, I pulled my team on our team meeting today. So far, everyone is loving it and there were zero complaints or hesitations. So I like to decide on things and usually I'll do like 30, 60, 90 days when it comes to an experiment. We decided on 90 days. I love the 90 day rule, which suggests that you should wait three months of trying something new before making any changes because it generally takes that long for you to know how you really feel about it. I feel like it's a good sample time to really assess like, is this working and what do we like about it and what do we need to change about it? So before we started, I talked to a few different team members based on their schedule and their work style. So I have a few team members who like to work odd hours. Some have ADHD, one has autism. So we are all working kind of through different rhythms, different workflows. And one thing as a boss is I love to encourage my team to really find what works best for them in their flow state and to do my best as a leader to honor that. And so as we were making that transition... I was already thinking about some team members where I'm like, this is going to be very easy for this person, but it might be more challenging for this person. How do we facilitate this and encourage this in a way that allows for openness and communication, but also honors different people's work styles? And so I had to have a few candid conversations with some of my team members who do work different hours of the day to say, okay, what is this going to look like for you? How are you feeling about this? How can I support this for you? We also wanted to make sure that we had structure in place in order to make this work because the four-day work week is supposed to free us up, not cause our systems to fall apart. One thing I'm really proud about in my business is that we are very good at following systems. We follow through. We are super consistent. Like our ability to implement is bar none. And so I wanted to make sure that the systems we've set up and the things that we've put into place supported the four-day work week framework and also allowed us to keep those systems running without the wheels falling off if we were taking that extra day off. And so we really wanted to look at things like our content strategies, our project management systems, the timing that we usually publish things, like what will that look like if we're all logged off? And so we wanted to really kind of look at like our system and then see if we needed to tweak, plan, or prep around that. Now, personally, what we use in my business is monday.com. We use monday.com for pretty much everything for project management. So my to-do list lives in there. My team will task me with different things. We have our content calendars. We are tracking different projects and deadlines. If you're curious about monday.com, go to jennalovesmonday.com. That's jennalovesmonday.com. Also linked in the show notes and description for you. But we wanted to make sure that we had everything in there. And then also that we weren't assigning tasks that would be due on the day off. Now we also use Slack for our team communication. Slack is something that we basically live in during the workday. And so we are facilitating this four-day work week using these two main tools, monday.com and Slack. That way we can stay up to date on the systems that we already have in place and make that shift so that four days of work can feel easier and also doable. Like I know for one of my team members, Marissa, she's one of my right-hand gals. She has a very full workload. And so before swapping to four days, we had to restructure 
things to make sure that it wasn't turning into four 10-hour days. We wanted it to become, okay, how do we get this to 32 hours? And she actually was a huge person that inspired this for me. When she became a mom, she also hit this place where she's like, I just don't want to work full-time anymore. I love work. I love what I do, but I want more time with my kid. And so that was something that her and I had talked about. We wanted to figure out ways that we could simplify processes, automate tasks, and delegate other responsibilities so that in working for days, we weren't just making them longer days. We were actually staying true to this eight-hour day model. And let me be honest, we don't always nail it. We don't always hit it, but it's something that we're cognizant of. The goal of the four-day work week isn't to cram 40 hours into four days. It's to really get to a place where you can get all of your work done in 32 hours, just a more focused and condensed plan. So if you're thinking about doing this, one thing to consider is plan your weekly schedule with your team. So regardless of if your team is contractors, a VA, if they're on payroll, you might want to think through, okay, what is going to be the best flow for us as a team? So maybe Mondays and Thursdays are going to be meeting heavy so that you can bookend the week. And then you leave Tuesdays and Wednesdays and you dedicate those for everyone to get into their creative flow and stay productive. One thing that we're still working on and trying to figure out, especially me on a personal level, is just figuring out how do I want to batch out my week so that I still have time to be that visionary, to be creative? Because I find that if I have you know two meetings every single day all week, I'm really thrown off. I'm not really finding that creation groove that I need to find as a creator. And so going down to a four-day work week requires a lot of conscious thinking of how do I want this to be formatted? How is this going to work at a team level, but also at a personal level? And so you want to think about when are you most productive? What does that look like for you? How do you protect those windows of productivity? And then also, how do you communicate and work with others in that more condensed time frame? The other thing that I was really thinking about when it came to condensing it down is how do I prepare this on a personal level? So I want to take Fridays off. And again, this was inspired by a conversation. I'll have to share the full story soon on that. But really this notion of having a more sacred day. Now this sounds a little wooey, but stick with me. You know, I'm your girl when it the woo meets the work. That's where I live. And I've just been finding myself in this season, and this is very candid, where I feel like I am literally either working or momming. Like I am going from like motherhood to work and back again at the drop of a hat constantly. And this thought of like, where do I fit in this? And like, who am I outside of work and motherhood? Those are questions I'm asking myself. You know, I feel like I'm kind of in the weeds a little bit right now with two young children. And so when I was thinking about this notion, my friend kept saying to me, she kept saying, me, motherhood, marriage, me, motherhood, marriage, in terms of the hierarchy of relationships, meaning I do need to fill up my own cup. I need to put myself first. I know we all have heard that thing about like putting on your own oxygen mask before helping others. But in reality, for many of us, that is the thing that comes last, the me part. And so one thing that was really exciting to me about figuring out this whole four-day work week thing was like, could I have a day for myself where I could mother if I wanted to, but maybe I could take a little time to do things that I love, whether it's playing the piano or reading or going on a run or sitting at a coffee shop or whatever that looks like to have a little bit of time to be just me. 
And so that was something that I was really thinking about and also having to communicate with my partner, Drew, and figure out, okay, what does this look like? If I want this for me, how is this going to work for you? And things like that. And so there was a lot of conversation, but it was quick conversation because I made this decision really quickly. So what was interesting is when this whole let it be easy notion hit and I really felt convicted of like, it is time. I gave my team one week's heads up and I said, we're implementing this next week. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough, but I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive membership sites, and so much more. Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. If you know anything about me, this might not be a surprise. I am a quick mover. When I come up with an idea or a decision, a lot of times I just move quickly. And what's interesting is nobody on the team pushed back. Everyone was very excited about it. And so we just had to figure things out quickly without overthinking it. 
So I have decided to take Fridays as my flex day, which is now becoming kind of my sacred day. And I'm trying to figure out exactly what I want that to look like. I'm still in that rhythm of trying to figure that out, especially with summer happening and the busyness of life happening. But what I envision is having more time for self-care, whether it's an appointment or meeting a friend at a coffee shop or doing a special one-on-one date with one of my daughters or drawing or painting or like any of these things that can like creatively pour back into my own life, but also kind of give me my own established identity again. And what's really interesting, and I said this before, is that when I have this idea or I really deeply want something for me, I also want it for the people I love. And that also includes Drew. I thought to myself, what would this look like if I wanted a sacred day? And I really felt that it wouldn't be fair as someone to say, hey, I'm going to cut back to a four-day work week. I'm going to take this day to myself. It's going to be so amazing. You got to figure it out. No, I want him to also have the same things. I want him to have a sacred day. I want him to have his own identity outside of being a dad and helping support our household. And so we had to have some really interesting conversations about what could this look like. Now, a point of contention in our marriage, and I'm not afraid to share this, is that I am someone who loves to outsource, right? We've talked about it in terms of the business sphere so much. And I even have a chapter in my book about asking for help. But when it comes to our lives, we have been very hesitant and reluctant to ask for help. And when I came home and talked to Drew about this conversation I had that really left me feeling compelled of like, we need time for ourselves and we need to prioritize this in this season of life where it's so busy, sometimes feel like ships in the night, or we feel like opponents when we're really on the same team, we've got to figure out a way to like prioritize that. And so the solution that we came to be is that we do need a little bit of help with our household and with our kids. And one thing that I'm really proud of for us is that for the last four and a half years, nearly five years, it has just been us parenting. We have never had a nanny. We have had one babysitter who's babysat a handful of times and my parents who have helped out when we're traveling or things like that. We've been so fortunate to have my parents' support, but it's never been like a consistent care schedule. And every time we've brought it up, we've always kind of reasoned around it. Like, you know, our kids are only young once and we've been able to do it this far. We can keep doing it. And, you know, we're able to like navigate this, like, why would we complicate things? But as we continue to come up with all the reasons why it wouldn't work, we started to see compelling reasons on why it should work and why we should give it a try. And we kind of came up with this vision of like, what if we had help two days a week, even half days, where it gave Drew some flexibility to have some time to himself, to have some adult conversations and do whatever the heck he wanted to, and also have some more support in the house. It's one of those things of, yes, you can do these things, but should you be doing these things? And so... Finally, after a million and one conversations, we have actually found some support. I did a few different interviews. We posted a nanny job posting and we ended up finding someone and we did two different test days with her and we're actually going to get started during the school year. And I'm really excited about this because not only does it give us more of an ability and opportunity to be present with our kids when we're with them, because right now when we're with them, we're also trying to manage all the regular tasks like doing laundry and doing the dishwasher and organizing this and doing all these things where it's like we're half in on all the things. For me, it feels like I'm half in on household chores, parenting and work, which leaves me feeling frazzled and like I'm failing at everything. And so we did two trial days with the person who we chose. And honestly, it has felt so life-changing. Like both Drew and I feel so excited about it. We feel really 
good about it. There's been a number of reasons why we've been reluctant to get help. I think our pride and our ego is one of them. I also just think we're very conscious of like our energy and our family energy and what it feels like for our kids. And like inviting someone into our space felt really intimidating. And we found someone who we enjoy being around and the kids are obsessed with her. And just after spending two days with her, we're like, this is a game changer. Like Yesterday she was over and she like changed out the sheets because we had somebody spend the night at our house. She helped organize a little locker while the girls were doing quiet time and nap time. Like just having an extra set of hands, whether we need help with the kids or we need help in the house, I feel like it's going to really transform things for us. And I really hope that it'll give both Drew and myself a little bit more time to explore who are we as humans outside of the roles we play. I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I feel like there are so many identity shifts, especially as parents of young ones. And if you're not conscious of it, and if you don't keep a pulse on it, it's really easy to kind of feel lost and be like, okay, who am I? What do I care about? What do I enjoy doing? What are my hobbies? And that kind of thing. So that was the personal side of things. I'll keep you posted on how that goes. I'm very excited about what this school year will bring and what this rhythm will look like for us personally. And as far as the team goes, the biggest thing that I've noticed is that we set really clear boundaries from the get-go. And this is something I've talked about when I've talked about team culture. Our team has incredible boundaries. We do not use our cell phones in terms of texting each other for work. We only communicate using Slack. We're very respectful of when people are offline we don't bother people. We don't try to pull them into work when they're living their life. And so just being really clear of letting my team know what they can and should expect from me. And also me knowing what deliverables am I going to get from them? And when am I going to get them so that I'm not feeling pressure to log on when I should be off? Having those guardrails in place kind of lets everyone perform to the best of their own abilities and shine in their genius zones without needing handholding or micromanagement. And honestly, most of my team is very self-sufficient. And so this really wasn't that big of a shift. We've always kind of operated in this way, but transitioning to a four-day work week just requires a tiny bit more trust and communication to ensure that everyone has what they need. And also everyone feels equipped to accomplish the tasks so that they have on hand within the time given to them. So while we continue our four-day work week, only time will tell. I will share another update on this soon. If you're curious about it, let me know if you want want to hear another episode that I'll do as a follow-up after our 90-day experiment. But so far, my team is absolutely loving the flexibility, the extra time that they're having with their families and friends. And I personally am loving a little bit of extra freedom and wiggle room that it's giving me to spend time doing things other than mothering and work. It is feeling like a time upgrade, which is something I can absolutely get behind. Keep in mind, the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is that we get to set our own rules and write our own stories. So if this is the seed that is being planted in your own life and business as an encouragement for you to potentially test out the four-day work week in your own way, I highly encourage you to give it a shot and just see how it works and what it feels like. If it's amazing, keep doing it. If not, keep trying to find that rhythm that will allow you to be both productive and creative and profitable, but also that rhythm that will give you a life that doesn't just look good, but a life that feels good. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And just for the record, you probably won't be able to reach me on Fridays moving forward. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. 
Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.